Just a warning, what you're about to see is a bit graphic. to frequent flyer no damn it it's flyer side chat flyer side chat monday october 11 2021 every time i get confident we're just gonna change the name of the show to frequent flyer we're gonna have two are, frequent are you flyers. going to introduce me as manny anytime soon no you're shane i know that <sighs> you're hard to miss need to have a more recognizable show and not just a recognizable face and sound we're just gonna have two frequent flyers from now on you guys can both flyer. be freaking flyer and just get rid of Flyerside Chat entirely. Just so I don't have to fucking think of the two names anymore. God. Then I will have bought a shirt for absolutely no reason. <laughs> Similar to you buying that Orioles hat. Yeah. That's for a while now. Just... One of the teams I do not have a hat for, by the way. One of the few. Been in a Baltimore mood watching the uh, the wire. The last couple it's of understandable. <clears throat> Figured I'd break this out. Totally forgot I had it. But uh, the Orioles have. They were my uh, little league team, the Orioles. So they have a special place in my heart. Okay. Um, I played for a lot of little league teams. That... All right. So I can't imagine that you've like have had any reason to go back to a little league field whatsoever. I've passed Little League fields. I can't say I've attended a game since. Exactly, because you're a normal, rational adult. Yeah, I'm not going to go watch children play baseball. Right, that seems uh, creepy. Uh, yeah, I'd like little... you need to check yourself in somewhere. <laughs> yeah. um, I, so I coached for a while for, for my township. Now, I never, like, could you fucking imagine me coaching a small, small human? Like that, they, they met me in 30 seconds in. They were like, mm, maybe only teenagers. <laughs> and even that's kind of pushing it. Uh, so we need to get this guy like a, well, a priest would not be a good <laughs> partner for that joke. <laughs> we need to get this person like an accredited teacher. Sure. To be, I, I'm not sure. <clears throat> something like something that wouldn't, you know, I, I don't know, make a kid cry and play in traffic or touch them. Uh, that person to kind of combat with me. But you share a facility with everything. Now, when 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 I was a youth. We had like actual uniforms. Like I was, I was the Astros, then I was the uh, yeah. Rockies, then I was the Cardinals, then I was the Phillies, and like we had like nice uniforms and nice hats, and everything was good. You know what those kids have now? T-shirts, Dan. They're not even the same T-shirts. They're just like, eh, if you guys could just get anything relatively blue, hmm. that would work out. <clears throat> no, that's we were right. all broke twenty-five years ago. Our parents made no damn money. Yeah. Like. But we could somehow figure that out, and now they're just like, by the way, <laughs> we don't want your kids to have a good time here. We want them to stop coming. We don't want to manicure this township field for all these little assholes to come on here and just kick the dirt around. Let's just weed out the dead weight, not waste money on nice uniforms and possibly pique their interest just a slight bit. No, we're going to say just get a relatively blue t-shirt and see what happens. Hmm. Dude, we hate our kids now. Yeah, well, Which kids is are the worst. Acceptable to me. Kids are. Yeah. Thank you. <clears throat> Useless members of society. Yeah. It was the Orioles and I think the Expos. Maybe the oh, Rangers one year. 
<clears throat> I got to get an Expos hat. That's a, that's a good call. I have one. Uh, Do you? Somewhere. Yeah, I have one. Well, I guess you had to have because you're wearing your Little League hat from, you know, <laughs> now. It's, it's not the same one, but... Uh, <clears throat> there's an Orioles hat. You're a Mariners. Mariners hat today, yeah. Yep. Which I walked into... Uh, I had to drop my car off for service. Which, by the way, if you have luxury vehicles now, like, it, it, it isn't the same. Like, I... I'm not prepared to say that I'm great with cars by any stretch, but like I could watch a YouTube video and figure shit out. However, with luxury vehicles, like there's so much, and it might be this way for all, all newer vehicles actually, now that I'm thinking about it, but there's so much computer work now that like, I can't just like look at it and like be like, all right, this sounds like it would be this, or this is where, like what makes sense. Like, no, there might just be like a little fucking microchip somewhere that slid in the wrong thing. Like it's ridiculous. So I couldn't figure out what the hell was going on with this car, so I had to bring it in. But I'm wearing, um, I'm wearing this hat, the this uh, the Seattle Mariners hat in. And this guy comes walking over to me, and and I guess that you know I, I just look. I don't know what about me, Dan. It says come over and have a conversation, uh, but this guy decided to take a stab at that. So, I'm walking in. I walk over and. Oh, that is gorgeous. And it's the good one. Oh, yeah. This I is the... dig that hat. Yes. <laughs> Make that <laughs> the, the hat of the show. Hat. We're not even a Flyers podcast anymore. Like, this is just, we're an Expos podcast, right. which means we don't ever have to meet. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm walking around this damn dealership, and then I'm wearing the, the Mariners hat. And the guy comes up, he goes, ah, <laughs> big Brewers fan, huh? And I'm like, I, I, I guess bigger than you. <laughs> and he goes, well, I mean, you're wearing the hat. And I'm like, am I? And he goes, I'm sorry, is this a trick question? I was like, was that a, what, who, who's asking a trick, <laughs> trick question right now? It's just like, no, oh, you're, the Brewers, like they're in the playoffs. I was like, well, th- kudos to you for knowing that. That's fantastic. I'm, I'm proud of you, sir, that you've come over and you've decided I'm the person you'd like to have a conversation with right now. Uh, you're a little wrong. It's a Mariner's hat. And he goes, oh. Oh, well, they're terrible. And I'm like, you're right. They didn't play a meaningful game 162. (laughs) Sir, can you just please take my car and just call me when it's done? (laughs) Horrible, man. Like, now I have to go places. This is why Hank Moody in Californication wore only a black T-shirt and jeans. He wore a uniform because no one wants to talk to that guy. It's amazing. All right. Not a lot of eventful stuff happened this week, by the way. I uh I went to a dentist appointment this morning. Dentist? Dentist, yeah. Oh, all right. Well, that and, sounds uh, like a less than stellar way to spend your indigenous people's day. Got a uh clean bill of health. It's good. Which is good, but uh th- I walk in and did he compliment your no gag reflex? <laughs> no. Dude, I'm pretty sure that's a fake thing by the way. Like I, not the no gag reflex thing. I'm, I'm like, I think even if you don't have a gag reflex, sitting in the dentist chair, you you gag. I can handle the regular thing, but uh, you know, the once a year they take the X-rays, that sucks. That's what I'm that, saying. That's no fun. Yeah. See, all right. So I've had even I, partners. Who, you know, I suck dick for fun, and that's what I'm saying. I, I like, cannot, I've had plenty uh, of partners who also handle, uh, lied the to me when they thing. said they suck dick for fun. 
and they have no, and I don't know what that says about me. Like maybe I'm below average. Who knows? You know, I'm going to ask my dentist. It's going to be a weird conversation. <laughs> I'm just going to be like, can you check this out for me? <laughs> but do you uh, think it's normal that they choke <clears> on this <throat> x-ray machine, but not on this? <laughs> but uh, I walk in and, and the lady goes, oh, nice mullet. <laughs> what? I don't know, a mullet? <laughs> I guess just dudes with long hair. That's that's all it counts That's the as. second person over the last few weeks that mentioned that I have a mullet, and I don't appreciate that. Dude, maybe you tightened up the sides too much. I mean, I, I do now, but like, I don't know. Is it a mullet? Because it's, it's long hair. It's it's long hair. It's not a mullet. I just happen to shave the sides. It's yeah, long. It's not a this is the second person over the last while that goes nice mullet. Like what the fuck? No, I just don't think they know what else I to am call. Offended. It. <clears throat> I am offended. No, you, no, no need to be it's offended. It's long sir. hair with a shaved sides of my head. I don't know what else to. Yes, not a mullet. But I was, I was like, what a good way to make a first impression, lady. This wasn't my usual, <laughs> my usual chick either. So. That was the first thing she said to me right out of the gate. I'm like, oh, this is going to be a good day. We're going to have trust issues, you and I. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, God. But, uh, yeah, clean bill of mail. Haven't had any issues since high school. Ever since ever, <laughs> I was a uh, pretty heavy uh, gum chewer in high school. I used to have all kinds of issues. But then I stopped and haven't chewed gum in damn near a decade now. And haven't had an issue since. That's probably telling. I think they're connected. But uh, Do you think? Uh, or maybe you just had shitty baby teeth. It's possible. I don't know when you lose baby teeth, actually. Now I'm like about 10, it. 11. <laughs> I guess that would make sense. <laughs> yes, yeah, so maybe it is the gum. Yeah. Who knows? I don't gum. know. Because I, it was at uh, 9.30 in the morning, so I didn't get any coffee uh, this morning. And boy, my body was not thrilled with me that I did not give it its required caffeine today. Matt, your head still hurt? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's oh, awful. Yeah. There's nothing worse than the caffeine withdrawal headache. And what sucks is like... You have like caffeine, like there's not only do you like, is, is the caffeine withdrawal real, but like, you're also clearly probably dehydrated as well. Mm-hmm. And so like when you go to sit there and cleanse that and you finally have that like noon or 1 PM coffee and you're like, thank God. But now you're like horrifically dehydrated. So now you have that headache on top of that headache. It's not fun. Yeah. It was a rough day. Uh... Sounds it, man. And now you're home with me? That can't make your head feel any better. And then I fucking hacked my brains up by throwing on the air here. I was making, drinking some water and uh, went down the wrong pipe and damn near died. Uh, I witnessed the whole thing. Yeah. I <laughs> promised I tried reaching out and calling and calling for help. I did, but my, my computer was set to different signals, apparently. Yeah, yeah. This microphone was all fucked up. It was. But, uh, I don't know. Spent about half an hour before we sat down here digging through fucking COAs. Sold one of my, uh, an autographed Vanilla Calviators, just a regular one. It has a regular JSA cert for it. And, uh, when I moved everything around in the jersey room, put the, uh, the end table in there, it's got a drawer. So I went through all the stuff and organized all my COAs and just threw all, when I bought, you know, the pucks for these cases, they all, most of them had COAs of some kind that were all about this size, just so I just threw yeah. them all together in the same spot, so I had... You know, a hundred fucking little pieces of paper to go through and find the right one that matched. But thankfully, I found it. So that was fun. I have all mine because they're all the, they're, almost all of them are the same size there. 
Um, so I had all those spare, like three by three, like baseball card sheets. Yeah. Like That's the not easy, a bad you know. Idea. So I and yeah, so I just put them in the bottom six slots, uh, and then just so they're all in a binder. Hmm. You have to try that. I'm sure some of that stuff. Well, just to keep yourself organized. Yeah, but all the uh, I organized all the folders and whatnot, the actual paperwork for the jerseys. But this was just one of the little JSA things. So very, uh... very confusing time. <laughs> uh. Got some quality bananas, and I put them in a special place. We innuendoing already? No, I'm talking. I put them on my counter, Shane. What the hell's wrong with you? Oh, your gay call. I was like bananas in his ass, huh? Huh? Yes. Wrong. Well, all right. You can't put bananas in your ass. You need a head sturdier fruit. Sturdier. Yeah. All right. Like a well, zucchini or something. Okay. Maybe a gourd if you're feeling reckless. Reck, <laughs> I think would be the word. Uh, wrecked less. Bana- <laughs> Banana, you, you just you tense up one too many times and all of a sudden you... And you oh, that would be horrifying. Pinch thing. it off in half and now you gotta... Now you're the statistic. You're the one who comes in and sees You're the your... one going to the ER with half That's a banana right. in your ass and a hell of a story to explain. Yeah. I don't know how it got there. Just can you get it out, dude? I just want to be a witness to one of those, just one of those conversations. I just, I like, I just want like one, one straight dude to just like walk in and just see that like his, I, I don't know, his junior high crush from like two streets over in the neighborhood happens to be the the ER nurse or ER doctor or whatever, and he's got to explain how the army man got up into his fucking rectum, and she'll, just, I, I don't, I don't know. I was playing with a kid. Sir, you don't have any children. I was playing with a different kid. Uh, I went to a Little League game and found one. (laughs) Yes. I sat down on the bleachers. I didn't know there was a row of army men there. One of them just lodged itself up. I'm sorry, sir, through your jeans? Yeah. Yes. Yes, I have an unusually high butthole and an unusually shallow crack. It made its way pretty easy. Oh, God horrifying yeah oh well <clears throat> you know there's hockey this week mm-hmm friday night there is man dude and i can't go to this i we've talked about this that i can't go to the opener and this will be like only the second i think like the second or third since i was like i don't know three very upsetting. Eh, you don't miss much. I love going on opening night, dude. It's so much. It's just, I mean, it does suck getting your ass kicked. But still, all the opening night festivities is still a good time. Plus, I could have, I could have hung out with Nick, who did not invite me to his wedding. And I was really hoping for like a last ditch, like, hey, man, like someone couldn't come and you were my first call to fulfill this plate that I've paid for already. You don't even have to bring a gift. Do you think I didn't even get one of those calls? Just low key in the back of his mind all day long. He was like, these people are going to roll up and crash my wedding. All right. In a non stalkerish way. I drove past that wedding. 
It looked pretty fucking nice. Bluebell fucking Pennsylvania. Still pissed off at you, Nick. I did not actually drive past your wedding. I was in Bluebell that day for a, a different reason. But Bluebell's small enough. I was from probably like five minutes away from wherever you were. Um, but shout out to those two, man. They uh, like I, it's weird to say that each one of them boxed outside of their weight classes. But like she, she's a good looking woman. He's a handsome yeah. man. And like each of their friend groups could like look at one of them and just be like, I don't really know how you landed that partner. And that's how you know you did well. Also, Nick, every one of those bridesmaids. <laughs> love them. If I ever fuck up my thing, if you could just sell me a little bit better than I do on this show, I'd appreciate it. Okay. Think they're listeners of the pod? That'd be pretty fucking awful. Nick probably is. I don't know about anybody else. I, I'm sure Nick might occasionally if he wants to laugh or just confirm that I'm not in fact going to show up to his wedding. <laughs> Who knows? But yeah, congratulations, Nick. That was looked like a nice day. And they both said yes, which is, you know, unfortunate for everyone in the audience. One time. I just want one time. It's the whole reason I started working in weddings at times. Just want. See them say no. Uh, actually, I need to go. <laughs> no can do. Like, it's not so much that I, like, I wish that to happen to the people getting married. Like, I... I Sure, you want it for the it's just, effect. I just need to see how everyone reacts. Like, because you know that there's a bunch of people like me who are just going to sit there and just be like, <laughs> I fucking knew it. Like, this, we, we didn't need to. Can I, I can refund my gift now, right? Um, <laughs> like, there's going to be a bunch of people like that. And then there's going to be a bunch <clears throat> of people just crying unnecessarily. There's going to inevitably be at least two to nine people that each of the bride or prospective bride and groom had slept with or wanted to have slept with at some point in the audience just sitting there like full on hard and wet like oh yeah now i'm gonna get in there in times of need like (laughs) and to just be able to pick all those parties out and just be like this is absolute gold just disaster on a day just amazing i say all this now steph's probably gonna say no uh when we actually get married like officially married she's probably gonna be up there she's like you know what (laughs) i've had enough of your shit i made her argue today with me for a solid 15 to 18 minutes over sunglasses she accidentally first this is she's just dumb like this is just stupid (laughs) like if you all right first of all dan you, you own glasses and sunglasses right yes okay have you ever like put on a separate pair of sunglasses that are that have never been on your face before and just felt like nothing about this is weird? Like these are not my glasses. Or like, are you pretty quick to recognize? I know I'm leading you in this moment, all of our attorney listeners, Mike. But like <laughs> <laughs> when you put on someone else's glasses, you fucking know, right? Sure. Yeah. Like a sane person. My buddy's over for the Eagles game yesterday. And several weeks prior, he he had left his sunglasses here. I put the sunglasses where I knew I wouldn't forget and where I knew he would see them the next time he came over for a game. It's his spot. It's also a spot, mind you, in my home. Steph never goes to. Somehow, she saw those glasses and she said, mm, you know what? Those are mine. Put them on and wore them. 
So yesterday, when Brian looked for them and I looked for them, we couldn't find the fucking glasses, Dan. And I'm like, uh, hmm. Uh, hmm. I promise I didn't lose your sunglasses. I put them right here. They were right here. Steph's just quiet. Totally quiet. So my buddy says, listen, I'm coming over Thursday night for the game anyway, so you know what? I'll, you know, I'll pick them up then. I said, all right. So today, Steph comes walking in the house with this dude's sunglasses on. And I was like, ah. <laughs> Those are new. And she goes, these? I've had these forever. And I'm like, have you now? They wouldn't happen to be like men's sunglasses. Possibly not yours. And she's like, no, these are mine. They're Ray-Bans. I'm like, I'm now concerned that if a large party of people were to go skinny dipping somewhere and throw off all their clothes, that she would be the person to put on someone else's underwear and not realize, oh shit, these probably are not mine. How do you put someone else's glasses on your face and not realize these are dude's glasses? I don't understand. So we argued for like 15 minutes in joking fashion, but so much so that she went up the stairs, got another pair of glasses. And here's the, here's the best part. I, you know what? I need something to like actually. So she tried pleading her case with me. That is an easy mistake to make Dan. Easy. His are like blackout glasses. Hers are like, I don't know, charcoal gray. Hold on. I need a fucking pen. So. This bitch. <clears throat> she comes down. I just, out of curiosity, let's see. Shape game with Dan. What shape would this lens be? That uh, looks kind of like a square. You would be correct, sir. The glasses she put directly side by side to this her glasses mind you she said how could i not they look the same oh god damn it i can't draw that shape what does that look like looks like uh, an oval yes <laughs> but they look the same she said 100 percent. these look the same and i said except for the shape and she said except for that and i was like except for the gold clip on your nose the very feminine gold clip on your nose yeah except for that and i was like should i keep going she's like they look exactly the same except for those two things and i'm like you got the thickest frames i've ever seen in my entire life on his glasses and you have like reading glass thin frames on yours and she goes and that and i'm like oh my god <laughs> so they're completely different right and she's like no they're not i was like if you put them on inside right now and you looked at the like one of them's blackout shade and the other one's just like cheap sunglasses and she's like yeah i no, but except for those things and i said okay it's so just so we're all clear here what brand is your sunglasses and what brand is his? And she goes, well, his is Ray-Ban and mine is. <coughs> All right. So they're not that similar. <laughs> I'm like, thank you. They're after sunglasses. Minutes, and that's after 18 minutes of arguing and running back up the stairs to go and get the worst fucking exhibit a I've ever seen in my life entered into a home courtroom. <laughs> I was like, God damn it, woman. Why are we even doing this? 
Mm-hmm. And that's what it's like living with me. It's horrible. It's absolutely terrifying. Oh, Christ almighty. This is how interesting my week has been, by the way, Dan and listeners. Like, I've got almost no material of, of speak speakability today. <clears throat> you want to uh, get some questions? Yeah, do we get any? I, I've been uh, I've been abnormally quiet on on Twitter. <laughs> uh, typically, I tweet about four times a week, and today I think I've I, I just retweeted this. I think that's about all of my Twitter activity. Hmm. Let's see here. Got got a couple of them. No shit, Art. Yeah, lay them on us. Uh... <laughs> My verdict on toasty Cheez-Its. They're damn delicious. Because they taste just like the regular ones to me. Um, what? So who, First of uh... all... Who, All right. Whose side of the argument are we on? Wait a second, because had had this listener been able to view me in that moment, they just saw me. You were getting ready to crotch shot me. It was the anticipation. It, it was it, we, were, we were almost full climax. And then all of a sudden she was like, I'm not on the pill. And I was like, oh, God. <laughs> and then I had to sit there and contain myself for just a second here. Whose side are we on? Yeah, that's, that, that's terrible. A, that's... Like, I'm not picking either out of bed, <laughs> to be clear. Okay, like, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a new side uh, to this uh, rivalry. Yeah, way to just awesome. That's a that's a shitty take. You trying to be friends with both of us? Like, we're not we're not going to hate you because you have the wrong cheese take. If you think that regular and the original ones are better, I will I'm not think less hate of you. you. Though. It's okay. That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> I will think less of you. I will not hate you. <laughs> this was a new uh, new person texting in too, so. Oh, solid. Good for the new person. Thank you for, you know, <laughs> not having the courage to take a stance. <laughs> Christ. All right, let's see here. Uh, I want to know how concerned you are with the Flyers' abysmal power play showing in the preseason and what changes you'd make to fix it. Well... <clears throat> <laughs> Actually, this this leads into something that we were going to talk about later, so we may as well go the roundabout here and talk the way about it. I brought up the assistant coaches on Twitter on maybe Saturday, I think it was, and how I don't have any faith in either of you or Terry and to do anything right. And, of course, this drew all the Alevio freaks out of the woodwork. And you're more of a four-for-four four guy than I am, so maybe you can, uh, like... Yes. I think if we've learned one thing over the last year in Philly sports is that firing a coach doesn't always mean the grass is greener on the other side. You know, you look at the, you know, Gabe Kepler. Gabe, fire Gabe, fire Gabe. Well, you fire him, and then you bring in Joe Girardi, who people hate just as much, if not more. You know, Doug Peterson, the guy who won the only Super Bowl. I guess, listen, I'm not an Eagles guy, but apparently it was kind of time to burn that bridge. But you bring in this safari asshole who nobody seems to like either. You know, you can get rid of AV, but what's your fucking plan to replace him? You know, who's out there that has the pedigree of AV or has a higher pedigree than AV? You know, if you weren't going to bite at somebody like Gerard Gallant, who was available this summer, then you clearly don't have anybody superly, you know, lined up. Like, AV is your guy right now. So, I don't know. Like, maybe you can uh, touch upon that a little further, but, like, 
Avi's not going anywhere because there's no reason to get rid of him because who the fuck are you going to replace this guy with? So that's the biggest thing. And you can look at that across all four sports. You can look at this across sports all over the place. If you can't adequately identify the actual problem and then have the cojones to sit there and address that problem, all you're doing is just putting another scapegoat in place. Like Girardi in, in the Phillies case, he will get fun. Now Girardi does suck. That guy's horrible, but <clears throat> all we did there was, was say, okay, listen, Middleton's not going to sell the team. And Matt Clintac is, is, is just going to continue to exist in some capacity in this organization for the rest of time, regardless of how inept he is at his job. But someone's got to go. That way the fans sit there and think, okay, well, our voices are being heard. And yeah. that's what this that's what's coming of the AV thing as well. It's unfortunately, whether we want to admit it or not, like we are at the end of the at the end of the day, we are fans. There's a reason we do not run a hockey team. There's a reason we are not behind the bench every single night. Now hindsight's 2020. We watch things on the big screen and, and we have the benefit of replays and all these different things. And we think we're the smartest people in the room and Philadelphia for better or for worse. We can be either the smartest fan base at moments or the absolute most out of touch in moments. It seems to be no actual middle ground there, but everyone in all of these organizations across the board in Philadelphia, they all have, they all have their specific jobs to do. And if <sighs> steal a quote from rounders if in the first 30 minutes at the table you can't spot the sucker you are the sucker that's because if, if you can't spot the problem guess what fucker it's you and like a lot of this comes from front office a lot of this comes with just the the, the constant how many things can we revisit in philadelphia especially in the flyers case how many guys can we bring back how, how long can we hang on to pieces beyond their time um you know it's it's an absolute fucking clown show across the board in Philadelphia sports right now. We should have been theoretically, you take a look four or five years ago and across the board, we had all these first round, uh, you know, number one, two, three overall picks, things like that. And we're all sitting here. We should have been the new Boston, but somehow we fucked that up all the I mean, you can kind of excuse the Eagles for their one accidental Super Bowl where I, lightning just struck. It happens, but that team, that was just like a, 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 I don't believe in God, but in that moment I did like, that's the only <laughs> other fucking explanation for that team winning a fucking Super Bowl. But across the board, you take a look at where we're at right now. It's not good. So let's take two seconds to sit there and say, do I Shane or Dan have the ability to take a look and diagnose the single greatest threat to the flyers winning a cup within our organization and do I have the cojones to sit there and say, I'm gonna, that's the change I'm going to make? Because I don't think any fan here really is that far on the pulse. Like, it just doesn't happen. We have our theories, we have our thoughts, but we're not in there every single day. And the reality of it is, we are not supposed to be making those decisions. Um, so to sit here and be calling for, for AV after watching, just like you mentioned, Doug Peterson go and Sirianni come in after watching Brett Brown go, uh, go and then Doc Rivers and his shitty rotations in the playoffs come in and then watching uh, um, watching Cap go and take them where they're, where he's taking the Giants while fucking Joe Girardi somehow has a job. Like, the, it's just... You're right. It, the grass is not always greener. I could talk about this topic for fucking ever, Dan, but... Um, the, Identify the problem. Identify the absolute biggest threat. And then start there. 
it's it's there were a very large number of people, you know, going back towards the end of last season that would have been totally fine firing the coaching staff, replacing them with whoever, and then rolling the exact same team on the ice, thinking that that would have changed anything, you know, that Nolan Patcher would have magically succeeded, you know, under somebody else. And if he was just given opportunities and it's like, fuck off, you know, no matter who the coach is, like the players needed to change. And, you know, the problem with the assistant coaches, you know, Mike Yao is Chuck Fletcher's guy and Michelle Terrian is AV's guy. So there's a good chance they're not going anywhere. And we just got to unless the opportunity goes for promotion elsewhere. And that's sure. And even then, I'm not even sure. You know, Yao and Fletcher have been basically inseparable with the exception of a few years. uh, Yao was in St. Louis and uh, Fletcher was in New Jersey. But like this is the coaching staff right now and shit. I think we need to go real wrong for them to get canned. And if they get canned, everybody's getting canned. And then you're fucking promoting Ian LaPerriere to your head coach. And do you really fucking want that? No, like I don't shit. We need to go so wrong so fast this year for them to even get rid of AV. And then even that I'm, there's a good chance he survives this season um, regardless. And they try again next summer, but it's a word of caution. It's just firing the coaching staff does not fix all the problems. You may or fix one thing, worth. but then something else will come up or, or, you know, whatever. But at the end of the day, not many people have the pedigree that Elaine Vio does across the league. And, you know, every coach is going to favor veterans over the youth. And they're all going to, you know, have certain quirks and whatnot. Navy is just one of those guys. But, you know, I my confidence in this guy is still as high as it's been going in. It's just, you know, you got the player personnel and, and this goes back to, you know, the original question was fixing the power play. And you have to hope that the personnel changes this summer, all the additions they made to the roster um, can eventually show up and kind of overcome the shitty system that the assistants have in place. And they were trying different things uh, to give them credit. You know, they've been deploying Giroux kind of behind the net and more of a, you know, passing scenario. And, you know, you got different guys in the point now with Yandel and now the Gosses beer is gone. You do have opportunities to change. Provar has been on the left side instead of manning the point. So they are trying new things. It was not great. I don't have the number written down. It was in the piece I put out today. Um, what their special teams were. It was fucking atrocious, though. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, it's preseason. And some of those games yep. were, you know, the C squads and the B squads not necessarily going out there at full strength. Their power play was uh, 4 for 24, and their penalty kill was 12 for 20. So not great uh, on both fronts there. It's yep. uh, 16% on the power play and 60% on the penalty kill. So those numbers are, are kind of sad. But... Uh, again, they're they're trying different things. It's the preseason. You do not have your full squads that they're getting your full things. And hopefully on opening night, now that the roster's set, you kind of get a better look at what the special teams do. Um, and again, hopefully the player personnel can overcome anything that the coaches try to throw <laughs> their way. Yeah, I, I think. Look, as in as in everything, like communication is is huge, and and having an identity that from the top on down to, to you know to, to the equipment equipment managers there we go like everyone knows who and what that team is who and what this organization is and what's going to make this thing work out there you know they made the necessary you know changes personnel wise to sit there and really shake things up 
um, which is great. Like it's been a long fucking time coming. How long have we been saying like change anything just so I can watch new problems and get excited about new shit? Um, you know, but uh, what's going to be most most important, most crucial is the fact that, you know, when you take a look at Nick Sirianni preached this all off season for, for the Philadelphia Eagles. And I think it's something that can be a, you know, applicable across the board in sports and across the board and, and certainly in the teams in this city going to play to my players strengths. I'm going to figure out yes, the know. best positions. Now he hasn't done that for the Eagles. And so <laughs> Lord willing, this coaching staff over here in the flyers can sit there and execute that better and they certainly have the cachet to, to, to do that they have the history uh, you know to, to do that within their league and within their positions um, but that's really what it's all about you know fucking around in this in this preseason man like that's to me awesome i don't care how unsuccessful they were in the preseason so long as they tried new shit and they were trying new shit you know and i think one thing that, that we can all agree on while watching especially the power play over the last, I, I mean, six years, maybe five, six years, nothing changed. Like the play, there was three plays that ran through two spots and that was fucking it. And if you could defend that and we don't move the puck quickly, we, everything was super deliberate and just oh, yeah. hold and wait out and wait out and wait out. And it was like, well, how do you keep the puck in the zone for a minute and 42 of that time and not get a fucking shot off? Well, you don't move the fucking puck. So if we could figure out how these new pieces sit here and work and, and can we sit there and, and, and get those five pieces moving, who's interchangeable from what spot on the ice at any given time, I do think you're going, I don't think it's going to be right away, but I do think there's going to be a different looking power play this year. Once we are set in our rhythm, once we know who our first and second unit is. Um, and I think that's something to be excited about. So no, I'm not worried long-term right now um i'm excited i'm excited that they tried new shit i don't care that it didn't work um you know and, and i think that until it doesn't work consistently in the regular season right now i'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt yeah i remember uh saying last year and this probably dates back into 1920 as well is when i can sit here on my couch in allentown pennsylvania and tell yeah. you who's passing to what when they take the shot you know yeah. like the other fucking team knows what they're doing too. And, uh, you know, that's just kind of the thing. And, and again, trying, you know, Giroux behind the net and Provarov on the left side, you're giving yourself options. You're changing things up. You're trying to take the shots elsewhere on the ice and, oh. you know, dish and pass elsewhere on the ice. So in that sense, hopefully uh, it pays off. And we'll, again, we'll just have to see what happens come the regular season and hope that. Uh, Dude, the power plays in general right now, like should be like the NBA, like the NBA, like there's no one that really is a fucking position on the court anymore in the NBA. Like gone are the days are like five foot 11 and six foot one guards, you know, predominantly across the league. Like everyone's six, six and up. Everyone can play every fucking position. There's like so few legitimate centers that it's just like, all right, we're all moving here. The ball's constantly moving. We're constantly making things happen. That's how this power play should run. There should be an ultimate switchability here. It shouldn't just be Drew sitting on the half wall and, you know, a defenseman manning at the point up top and, and, you know, Couturier in that center spot right there. Like, it shouldn't just be stand still and wait for the defense to move to you. Like, you should have four or five pieces out there that can play four or five fucking spots within that power play and move, 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 move the puck, move the bodies. There's got to be some switchability there and to force the defense to actually make mistakes rather than just sit back and wait it out. Yeah, and uh, you know, special teams has been 
just overall brutal for the Flyers for a long time. Like Joe Mullen was the last yes. person that could run a goddamn. <laughs> the only person who should not have gotten fired. Yeah, fired. he should still be here to this day. But uh, you know, what's he doing these days? He's still around. Still kicking his seat with somebody. Can we rehire him? We should. If that's the only retread I want. Let's see here. What's he doing these days? Hmm. Coaching career. Doesn't look like he's doing anything right now. Maybe. Got tired of the bullshit. (laughs) Yeah. Looks like it. Huh. Yeah, but they should uh, bring him back. Hmm. Um, Do we have another one? Give me your sleeper playoff team. I fucking hate these questions. And you good team that it does not end a... Okay, give me your sleeper playoff team and a good team that does not make the playoffs. I'll hang up and listen. Yeah, I can't. I'm Florida Panthers all the way this year. I'm picking them once again. Third straight year in a row. I'm picking them to win yeah. the cup. I would say every year I listen to your shows. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm fully on board. Um... I don't know if that's a hot take team to. Not for you, it's not. Make the the playoffs. You know, I guess the top three in the uh, in the Atlantic more or less probably stay the same: Boston, uh, Tampa, and Toronto. I'd assume Florida is either finishing third or they're going to eke out a wild card spot. Um, I don't know. Maybe the Rangers would be another one of example of that a sleeper playoff team. Uh, People are fucking high on the Rangers, dude. They are. They've got a lot of young talent. I just don't know if this is the year they kind of put it all together or not. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know, they've kind of been doing that for you know, two years now, so we shall yep. see. But uh, you know, the Metro is going to be competitive. I don't, I don't. Uh, maybe the Blackhawks. You know, they seem to be scrounging all their shit together for you know one more legitimate run here. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know. Blackhawks are like the fucking Cardinals, dude. Like the the Cardinals are never bad in baseball. It just feels like they're always a fucking playoff team. And even though the Blackhawks, it's been a rough few. Like, it just feels like that team is just always destined for for postseason hockey. Like, to the shock of no one. Every fucking they're, year. They're very similar to, you know, the Penguins or whatnot, where as long as Kane and Taves are on that team, they'll be... Uh, Here's the threat. They got them. You know, and the Penguins are very similar with you know, Crosby and Malkin. As long as those guys are still Which there. I do think the Penguins are going to be ass. I... It feels like they are, but I feel like I've been saying that for two or three years now, and they still find their way to uh, to make it happen. So. Yeah, I just I, I don't I don't see it. I just don't see it happening. Mainly because I need it to not happen. I'm a little fucking tired of their existence as a whole. But it would be great no, if I'd they think, or the Capitals could finally over. just take a shit and get the fuck out of the way. Because it's going to be a crowded division this year, and if one of those two teams could fall apart, I'd be. Uh, Huge. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, there you go. There's our hockey talk for the wing. Because this is a hockey podcast where we talk hockey. Have we ever talked about anything other than hockey? Every story that we've talked about can always be related back to hockey. We talked about visors today. (laughs) Right? Glasses are just visors for for non-skaters. That's all. Everything can be related back to hockey. This is 100% a hockey show. Hmm. I'm getting ready to uh, replace every table in my house with a splooge table. Nice. It's it's that nice, huh? I 
I rarely go on Etsy with a plan, but every once in a while, if, you know, at a restaurant or whatnot, I'll pull it up and at a restaurant. Yeah. That's it. Seems like a weird thing. Okay, just you know, waiting for your food, ignoring co- the company around you because I hate everybody, and just looking for. All right, I almost aggressively took off my hat with my headphones on, <laughs> but I realized I had headphones on before, so I got to this point and I said, "All right, let's stop here for a second. You're that asshole who goes out with other humans and just buries their face in the phone." occasionally dan i hate every person i've ever gone out with anywhere including my wife thing like (laughs) i still will not go on my phone if i'm out with other people like Mm. i have got to sit there and one i have to try it's a lot of fucking effort to exist around a lot of the people that she brings around it's a lot of effort to exist around people in my professional capacity. I got to sit there and give it actual effort. Otherwise, I like, everyone's in danger. Everyone. Everyone. Just, uh, dirty millennials. That's what we do. That's just yeah. horrible, dude. Yeah, I can't. You know, it happens. I don't get it. I make an effort for what it's worth. I don't just, you know, do it for funsies, but I never really give up. Funsies. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. But uh, because I bought the splooge table from somebody on Etsy, now all, all it suggests is different splooge tables. And I'm like, oh, that one's cool. <gasps> that one's cool. And I'm like, oh, just you know what? May as well just replace every table in here with a goddamn splooge table. Dude, if it's that nice, go for it. And you're supporting local people. local Actually, this one's in Vietnam. Small business. But, uh, okay. That's legit. It's a... Uh, it's, it's, it's... The thing... The, the, the resin is clear and not cloudy milky no it's clear and there's koi and lily pads in it so it looks like a river but i thought they were just using little plastic things but he talks about it in the description he paints all that by hand he puts a thin layer on and paints it and another thin layer and paints it so it looks 3d by the time it's done wow and i was like wow that's fucking cool but, That's uh, insane. Yeah. yeah. Talented I'm, people, man. Yeah. I haven't done anything yet. I don't know if I'm going to, but I thought, man, might as well just do that and replace everything. But we shall see. We shall see. Dining room table. It's full of splooge. <laughs> he... <laughs> I'm, I'm imagining like a, a, a brotherly pod Thanksgiving. Where we... <laughs> Oh my god. I'm just starting to think which member of this pod would just take their junk out and just try to add to the splooge of the table for them to finally be like, so you don't listen to the shows, right? You don't realize. Like you thought that that was just like you had this is your deposit for the you came evening. over for a circle jerk or something like, instead of Thanksgiving dinner. I... <laughs> oh Jesus Christ, man. Christ. Awesome. Uh Lord. <clears throat> Dan, I can't write at all. I am in a horrific writer's block. I, uh, it's driving me fucking crazy. I actually, I'm glad you brought this up. I uh, I was in one for the past month. And I spent some time this weekend. The NHL 22 comes out on Friday. So I spent some time. Uh, I already pre-ordered it. I already caved. But I, <laughs> I spent some time drafting up. And stuff that I know I'm going to write about covering that. And 
I'm starting to write my summer series already for next year. And I was very inspired writing all this stuff. And when I'm inspired, I can write fairly easily. And it was one of those things where, you know, being in such a funk over the last month or so, and then sitting down and being able to, being inspired, push stuff out relatively easily. It was like, it was a very kind of... Cathartic? Yeah. And, you know... It's weird because for as much work as I do in all of this and the writing and whatnot, it was weird to kind of take a step back and be like, man, you know, being in in that block really was not a great spot. It was really exhausting. It was frustrating to sit down and not be able to finish things. I've had art stuff that's coming out this week. You know, I've been working on it for like three, four weeks now just because I can't compose my thoughts well enough to get it all out in in it's super frustrating to be in that role and having the opportunity to kind of sit back and be like, all right, you know, the, 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 the block is gone. I can figure it out. You know, like I was not in the best spot from a writing perspective and it definitely was taking a toll mentally and stuff. So it was, uh, it was good to kind of get that out and look back and be like, fuck man, like needed some help. I need some help with this stuff. And, and there was a bloody Sunday yesterday at brotherly puck and uh, got rid of some people, and you know that, that we're not contributing. And I've been looking for people that are. It's just time for a shakeup. And, I assumed and... that whatever text or message you sent to the brotherly pod thing, this is like my my own neuroses sitting here insane. When you were like, anyone who is also in the brotherly puck chat can ignore yeah. this. I was like, I got fired. I was like, I'm mean, just waiting to sit there and tell it to me, but <laughs> not just like deliver it like. Like a, like a person would one-on-one to just be like, hey, Shane, look, it's not working out. Uh, no, I'm going to tell the whole fucking group. So that's what I was waiting on. I was just sitting here. I was like, wow, I'm spending a lot of time refreshing this, waiting to get fired right now. No, it wasn't you. Just... Here I am. It was very... Good for you, cleaning, cleaning house. That's, it, that's... it was very professional, but very stern. It was the shit or get off the pot take. You yeah. Know? It was just the... the... You know, I've carried this website a long way over the last year. You know, four to five articles a week, every week, plus doing four to five podcasts. I had six last week. And, uh, <laughs> you know, it's just time to, to shake things up and find people that are willing to help, you know, and take a lot of pressure off of myself. You know, I think this is a well-deserved, uh, yes. you know, revolution and <laughs> turning the page and and finding somebody. So if anybody is listening to this and, and you want to contribute, actually contribute to a brotherly puck, DM me, let me know. And we can, uh... I feel like people should. And this is, this is what I used to tell people too, like take a month and just write every week. Just say, I'm going to write myself two articles just to get yourself into a rhythm to be like, all right, by week four, is this something that like I'm enjoying doing? Or is this like, this was a good thought. But it's same for me because like, I feel like if you give yourself roughly a month and even if it's just one article a week, like whatever, like you'll be in a place where you'll you'll recognize pretty quickly if it was just a fun idea or it's something you actually feel passionate. That's about. That's what a lot of people do. do. And, and I've been I've oh, yeah, I've worked for for and with a lot of people over the years doing this. And, you know, you bring somebody on and they seem inspired and ready to go at the time and then they write once or twice and then never again you know they kind of get it out of their system and and move on with their lives and 
you know, I, I don't blame those people, you know, it's this, this is not for everybody, but you know, at the same time, I'm trying to run something here and, uh, you know, I, I've carried this burden by myself for a very long time and just need a little bit of help. So. Are you even going to stop? Like if you hypothetically got like even two or three really good writers and each one of them gave you one a week, say, would you limit yourself and, and go back down? to one or two articles a week yourself or would you still be churning out five because i feel like you'd still be churning out five possibly i i feel like i would but i wouldn't feel as much pressure to do so all right if i wanted to take a week where i could only do one or two then i would know i would have somebody else to do it versus right now i have to do four or five just to keep the numbers at a respectable level Sure. Uh, that makes sense. You know, having that, just, just like one other person that could, you know, be me. I need another me. And the problem is, there's nobody else like me out there. I'm a one of a kind, Shane. I don't know if you realized or not. Rare breed. Yeah. And the problem with all of this is, like, anybody that wants to do this is already doing it somewhere, right? Just poach them. Yeah. Put some googly eyes on Twitter every time I make a new acquisition. <laughs> Pick up a couple of dead brands with shitty people and unite them all in one spot. We this is. A I think that gimmick is taken by uh, somebody right now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I got. I do have a list of people that I'll be reaching out to over the next That's good. to uh, just anybody. Just like, I think that's a thing. Is like, I, you never know who's going to be good either. You know, I. Uh, when I first started doing this, I was doing occasional write-ups for Bellator covering MMA, and I did very few Flyers stuff. And when I got this first, uh, you know, Flyers gig from a site that shall not be named, um, I don't know. I just ran, you know, took the ball and ran with it. You know, found out this was kind of my thing, and, and that's what I did. And here I am today after. What, five years, five, six seasons as a writer now? So, mm-hmm. hoping that somebody else can, you know, I'll stumble across that next someone. It'll be the two-man power trip around here, but we shall see. Hmm. Well, if anyone has writers that they want to sit there and, and send over our way, or ideas for me to write about, that'd be fucking great, too killing me yeah so you know i did give all the brotherly puck people ass. i didn't fire no yet you got what i didn't fire no yet i gave all the brotherly pod people a pass i run brotherly puck gotcha <laughs> Noah, you're on thin ice kid yeah noah Um, I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the show yet, but we do have a new Sisterly Pod co-host. Holy shit. Uh, that show, I believe they'll be back next week. I think Katie said they can't do one this week, but I think next week Sisterly Pod will be back. So. Okay. Who is it? Grace Rudrick, I believe her name is. Rudrick, something like that. Uh, Well, welcome. I don't know you, but welcome. Yeah, that'll be uh, soon. Can fucking imagine the first time she listens to this show. <laughs> She's supposedly a fan, so. Love you, whoever you are. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so. Cheers. 
that'll be returning soon. Good stuff. Good one for more you. show Good for, Katie, for too. all y'all to take. Theoretically, one less for me to do. But we all know that's not going to change. That's why I asked the article question. Yeah. I'm t- it's the pro- I'm, I, I, it's it's a control freak thing, but it's like a responsibility thing. And well, it's, you take pride in anything that you put your name to, and that's pretty evident in all the work that you do. Like even like the the like this like at times it, it gets satirical. Still a hockey show, but at times it gets a little satirical and just you know all over the place. But at the end of the day, it's we're shit you're putting your name to you know it's it's a pride factor and i think that's pretty evident i think it's why people continue to come back is the fact that you do what you do yeah so um, this is the last uh flyerside chat of the uh the 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 quote-unquote off season okay i thought the firing was coming now wow (laughs) mid-show last flyerside chat ever i'm getting fucking hot (laughs) no but uh this is the one fucking replace me who else is going to bring in the fourth most numbers? Uh, it's Grace Chick? Yeah. Fuck. Sisterly Pod won't take your spot. Nah, that'll be good for them. But, uh, yeah. How many episodes did we do this summer? Uh, we did a lot. I feel like we got, we started doing this weekly pretty early. Um, Let's see. I'm going through all the things now. 16-ish, maybe? I had to be before that. Uh, let's see. Flyer side chat. Good lord. <laughs> Acquired lilt, I believe, was the one where you broke your cock. You th- you think? That was number eight on June sixth. And we're up to what, 22, 23? Uh, is this 26? Fuck me, man. That's a lot. Uh, I've provided so much content for these people. 20 and episodes me nothing. this summer. That's, a, that's good, man. This is, uh, this will be, yeah, 26. <sighs> All right. I do thoroughly enjoy this show. Uh, you know, ever since angry negative stopped being a thing i i kind of missed that show where i could you know instill the humor a little bit um you know the main brands here you know obviously the, the freaking flyers relatively laid back and there's some comedy there but it, you know that's not what that's about and the interviews you know that's not what that's about um just kind of having a show where i can have a little bit of fun and it's not all, you know, straightforward business uh, yeah, for was, sure. was much needed um, to the rotation. And obviously it, uh, it took off. You, you found your niche this year and you know, you were, I, you're, you're one of my longest time Twitter friends at this point. You know, you've been yeah, around probably. for a very long time and uh, you know, you've been on this brand you know, as a recurring guest pretty much since the beginning and then you got your slot but you know you were it was just a brotherly pod thing for a while the flyerside chat started at the beginning of season three when i rebranded everything and yep you were the guy that would show up once every three four weeks when i felt necessary because it was you were the end of the week slot and didn't get a thing and then uh beginning of the off season you came on here and talked about your broken cock and uh changed uh the landscape of brotherly pun 
so it's weird you know i had so i was like you i mean we started around the same time i think that's why we did connect when we did uh, on twitter and, yeah. and through this you know podcasting world but i was like you i, I was i was the workhorse of every network that i was on I, you know i was the guy i was on every show i was the one writing most of the articles those who did write i also had to edit all of those and if anyone's ever edited someone's uh, someone else's work it is a fucking nightmare mm -hmm. that is more of a job than anything else um and i just got burnt out and i started to, like because i love what i do here on this show with you and i do genuinely love podcasting i do have one other show and we're actually taking our our first season break now um my, my co-host uh, and his wife just had their first kid. Um, so, you know, up until this show really started to, to, to grow weekly, like I had lost my thirst for, for doing this. Like this was podcast was like something I, I was like, unless the right opportunity comes, like I'm never doing this again um, because I just never got in. I never got what it was that I gave to all the brands and then what I gave to, to our listeners or gave to our teams. And like, I, I mean, you, and look, you, you see it all across Twitter listeners. When, when any one of, uh, of the numerous people from Brotherly Pod, you know, are, are tweeting different things, they're also grateful and thankful for, for, for being part of this team because this team works. You know, we are all just different enough. We are we all hit different target audience uh, members and we all have just slightly different relationships with Dan. And it all just works. And like, this was the thing that like reignited my love for podcasting and doing these types of things. Um, and ultimately is the reason that, that even gentleman pot became a thing because I was like, Oh, I do love doing this. Like it just took the right group and the right person. And like, that's this, that's probably pod. That's you. So, you know, going into a, you know, I think this will be the first start of a season now where again, the, seeing how the season goes, all the regular slot here to talk actual Flyers hockey yeah, game based yeah. stuff and to sit there and, and realize that I don't have to be Mr. Professional all the time and and just this this deadpan factual part like I can be a little bit more of myself certainly a bit of a caricature I'll admit <laughs> I embellish in times it's for the story it's for the laugh um, but it's the most free that I've felt on a podcast and that's pretty fucking great yeah so thanks man the uh, the brotherly pod group as currently constructed by far the best group of people I've ever had the opportunity to work with. Um, yeah, I've, every I've, one of them. I've been doing this a long time with a lot of different websites and a lot of, a lot of different podcasts, and for one reason or another, I've always hated everybody. And uh, you know, yeah. I, I don't here. You know, every show is just different enough, but they all work together and, you know, everybody, you know, even Noah, even Noah, for fuck's sake, <laughs> you know, comes on and, and I, I thoroughly enjoy working with all you guys. So Brotherly Pod is definitely uh, where my heart's at at this point. And the show is, uh, will be still weekly. Uh, Shane has earned his slot even early in the week. As far, uh, except for, uh, I think, two weeks. I think they play on... Or is that my next week? Next on, week they do. Um, then maybe it's a Tuesday night show. But regardless, you got, you know, a weekly we slot, early week. You know, we're not going anywhere anytime soon. Shane's not pushed back to the back burner. Uh, <laughs> unless he gets his canceled or something, then maybe we put him back there. But I typically well, have the chance to... We found out we have an edit button. <laughs> <laughs> I can say I can edit out all of his bullshit. That's <laughs> a big reason why we don't go live around here is just because I need an edit button. Uh, it's true <laughs> just in case um but uh yeah i i thoroughly enjoy doing this and you know the listens have been doing great all summer and uh you know we just continue to improve so it's great i enjoy the show they're all different and uh 
having fun, which is uh, not something I get to say too often in this uh, in this field. Agreed. I feel like that's a natural end point for a change. Yeah. Like we just sat here and just complimented our whole fucking team. That's great. I love these people. Everyone, even you, Grace. Yeah, Grace, welcome to the team. I hope you know what you're in for. (laughs) She's going to fuck everything up here. Got a good thing going. She comes in here acting all good and stuff. Yeah. Um, Is there like a welcome thing to her? Like, what is this chick's at? Handle? They call it a handle? I don't know what they call it. Grace Rudick, R-U-D-I-C-K. At Grace. At Chuck Fletcher, super fan. Fletcher super fan. Well, she follows me. I don't follow her. So sorry, Grace. <laughs> I'll give you a follow, you know, when you've earned it after I hear you speak. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, anyway, yes. But uh, yeah, so that show will debut soon. Um, hopefully, some new people show up in Brotherly Puck eh, in the not too distant future. Here, I'm going to throw my net far and wide. Uh, see what I can see. What I can see. So. For sure. Um, we got <clears throat> Anthony's back tomorrow with somebody. I don't fucking know who he has not told me yet. He goes, are you good for a show at 1030 tomorrow? I go, yeah. He goes, okay, we'll just call him. And I go, wait, call him. And he hasn't responded to me yet. So I don't, I can't take any notes because I don't know who the fuck we're interviewing tomorrow. But somebody will be back. Uh, not stressful at all. No, not at all. And then uh, we pre-recorded the freaking flyer. That'll probably be up Friday night, maybe Thursday, depending on when the Anthony interview goes up. Um, I assume we got an early pod on Sunday. I've not heard anything otherwise yet. So slower week. Only three or four shows this week versus six. <laughs> well, leading into some hockey. <clears throat> a little uh, little break there, and then uh, we'll be back. Uh, Shane and I, I guess it'll be Tuesday. We'll probably record next week. The flyers play Monday. Um, but for the most part, they don't play a lot of Monday games this year, so the show should be uh, uninterrupted for most of the season, uh, hopefully. So, Love it. We shall see, everybody. Uh, at Dan the Flyer Fan, at Brotherly Puck, at Brotherly underscore pod. If you have any interest in writing or, uh, hell, even podcasting at this point, I'll uh, test you out. You can DM me, DM one of the sites, email brotherlypuck at gmail.com. I'll get it one way or the other. Um, we're going to uh, see what you got. Um, from that point. So, uh, Shane, uh, you guys can get me. It's, uh, at Shane underscore mead for those of you who also listen, cause we do have a handful of people who crossed over and listened to the gentleman pod as well. Um, we did end season one fairly abruptly, you know, all that selfishness of pushing a kid out and all, uh, not me or Josh. <laughs> Abrupt? Josh was it a secret that she was pregnant? So no, but you didn't you have know. a general idea. Um, <laughs> we had a general one. It just slightly earlier than anticipated. Um, but, uh, we are, if anyone remembers, uh, we are over there at gentlemanly pod. Um, we will still be doing random interviews with those of you who wrote in. Um, we don't know when they will be at this point. Um, but if you've already reached out, please feel, I mean, most of you guys have already had my contact info. If not, um, feel free to DM me on Twitter. Again, it's at Shane underscore Mead. Uh, and then next week, and then for every fucking Monday night for the rest of your lives, me and Dan will be back talking Flyers goddamn hockey. Love it. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how the show goes now that we've got actual hockey to talk about. Oh, it's just going to be a fucking free-for-all. It's going to be nuts. 
<laughs> you guys are going to get to. So here's the problem. So I have, oh, it's very embarrassing. Um, I did. I shared the video with one person, my buddy. Uh, me watching sports is not a good thing. Like you shouldn't be around me. Um, so one, this is when I knew I needed to start losing weight. Stephanie had taken a video of me and I, this is several years ago when I first got like a little heavy. You look good tonight though. Did you, Thank you man. did you trim down? Looks like you slimmed down to about two and a half tons. Yeah. That's a lot of slimming down two and a half tons. Fuck. Yeah. But I, I am. I'm, lo- I'm losing the weight, Dan. It's, uh, it's finally starting to work a little bit. Um, but uh, no, I was sitting there screaming about Tory Smith, and I was like, "Catch the fucking football, Tory Smith!" As I'm just shoveling pizza <laughs> into my mouth, and I'm just sitting having a full-on conversation with myself. And then, sure enough, he catches the next ball, and I like get up, still chewing the original bite, whilst forcing more bites in. And continuing to yell, just, that's all I'm talking about, Tori. That's it. That's it. You just got to, that's what you got to do, Tori. And I'm just walking back and forth. And I am so fat at that point. I did lose all that weight once. Now it's back clearly. Um, but like, that's, that's what you guys are going to get. You guys are going to get just complete insanity. Uh, it's going to be fucking wild. So what I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> what the fuck happened? Oh, God. Did... But anyway, yes, uh, it's going to be great. <laughs> Sorry, I just got a text that said uh, John Gruden resigned. John, yeah. That, yeah, that one. Yeesh. All right then. Holy shit, Mister. Oh, I'm too good to bring my phone out on dinner dates. Oh, but I'm I'm good enough to bring it out on my, my podcast host. This one came up on the computer because everything's fucking connected through Apple. It drives me crazy. Mm-hmm. We Life do works. suck at ending shows. Oh yeah, I don't think I've ever successfully. We're on our next episode now. <laughs> Start it all over again. <laughs> oh, welcome to Frequent Flyer. God damn it. That's what we do with Frequent Flyer. Record two shows at once. Yeah, it's much I easier. Record two. <sighs> anyway. All right, everybody. Till next time. Goodbye and good night. Good night. Night. Good night. No one's going to get this bit. Good night! Yes. Yes. That's how we got to end the show from now on. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fucking love it.